0: Greetings, merry meet. Welcome to our little cottage in the forest of the internet. You're listening to Country Dwellers Podcast with Marilyn and Runa. Walk with us on our path as we illuminate spirituality from the pagan perspective. Welcome, merry meet. This is our 20th episode of Country Dwellers Podcast. Hello, gorgeous souls. I'm Marilyn. And I'm Bruna. And today on our Pagan Connection, we're going to be interviewing Silent Moon, who is a board member who helped organize the Puget Sound Pagan Pride. And again, I want to remind our viewers that We took these interviews during Pagan Pride and there was all the commotion of the festivities going on. So the audio is not the easiest to necessarily parse, but you can hear us very clearly. So let's take a listen. So hello, everyone. This is Bruno with Country Dwellers Podcast and my partner, Marilyn. Hello. And we are at the 2017 Puget Sound Pagan Pride. And we are here with the Puget Sound Pagan Pride board member and volunteer,
1: Silent Moon. Yes, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this. Thank
2: you for taking a minute out to interview with us.
0: I know, we've just been having so much fun.
2: Yeah, so much fun. I'm way excited. I'm way ex- Oh my God, look yeah. at that cape. That's I know, it's so to see and I love here. it. I love it. All right, so back to you, Simon Moon. Sorry, baby. It was like a, a squirrel. That's, you
1: know. Yeah. He plays a great flute.
2: Oh, See,
1: is there there
0: anyone you don't really know here?
1: I think I know about everybody. I'm getting to know uh, a lot of people in the local Washington uh, pagan community and working on uh, national and international as well.
2: Wonderful. That's exciting. Wow. I love the international. That's enticing. Very good. How many years have you been volunteering and on the board?
1: So, first year on the board, second year volunteering. (laughs)
2: Wow. Nice. You must Uh, love this organization. I
1: do. I, I think Pagan Pride does a lot for the community. It's a multicultural pagan community, bringing everybody together here in the Puget Sound eastern sorry, western Washington Remember where I am <laughs> region mm-hmm. and uh, you know I think it serves an important purpose for the community
2: I agree with you wholeheartedly yeah everybody here has been
0: absolutely fabulous absolutely fabulous and so talented everyone is so talented it's amazing I know. I know there are so many amazing vendors here this
2: weekend the workshops upstairs were awesome and you know I think one of my favorite things about the workshops upstairs they had kids Workshops, So you could bring your babies and the kids could do a workshop.
1: That's really important because kids that are growing up on the path in the past haven't had the opportunity uh, to participate in events like this and they're pretty simple make and takes, you know, runes, uh, arts and crafts, but it has the pagan theme and has elements of our faith within it. That's
0: great. I know Marilyn, interviewed a baby pig yesterday I and did. I thought that was so
2: adorable. I did. I did. I love baby pig and so cute. And then last night at the party afterwards I had a little baby fairy dancing around me all night. It was amazing. She was amazing. It was great. So we're going to totally have to
0: block out this weekend next year so we don't have any conflict. Yes.
1: Well, next year I definitely want you to do Beforehand, so that people can talk, you can talk to the vendors and some of the workshop participants, so we can get the word out early. Oh, that'd and be great. And we can really get to know them, and people will get to know them and hear yeah. your podcast. I think that we word. should do
2: that at least a month prior to <laughs> talking to people because. You know, one of the situations I did find was I had no idea that we would be so well-received here. And we really have been. And unfortunately, I have not had a chance to interview every vendor like I've wanted to. So I think that's the only downside. So if we do this next year, I'm sorry, when we do this next year, um, we definitely will be starting, I'd say, at least a month out with the interviews.
1: Great idea. Yeah, for
2: sure. And then that way we can post them to the Facebook page and people can see the awesomeness that they're coming to be around. Yes. I love that. I love that. What path are you on? Oh, yes.
1: I'm Wiccan. Okay. I'm a Wiccan priest. I'm somewhat of a cafeteria pagan, so I borrow a lot from different traditions. I like that analogy. A
0: cafeteria
2: pagan. That's
1: great. I like it. I like it. So it... uh... It kind of suits who I am, my style, and, uh, the different uh, deities that are part of my life.
2: Yes. I like a multitude of deities as well. I don't just stick to one. And they're from all kinds of different, quote-unquote, religions as well, you know? I just, whoever wants to come and be a part of my life at that time, I really dig. So, hey, <laughs> come join my party. <laughs> Speaking of party, tell us a little
0: bit about the work that goes into organizing Peter Software Pride.
1: It's a lot of work and it'll start tomorrow. Oh the day after. It's thanking everybody, it's planning a venue, planning asking the merchants, coming up with a theme for next year, getting sponsors. We're very lucky to have the Aquarian Tabernacle Church sponsors this year. And and really making sure that the venue is set so the flawless work uh, that all the volunteers did today is because we spent a year planning, setting up, doing all the things that a 501c3 needs to do. Right, right. Uh, And
0: that's
1: a lot of work. It
0: is a lot of work. That's amazing, but it it comes together so brilliantly. They did a beautiful Um,
1: job. It is, and uh, we've got a lot of Uh, experienced uh, volunteers, so that's what keeps us going every year. I love it.
0: What has been area in which you really want to improve things for next year?
1: Well, there's always a lot of things that you can improve. Mm-hmm. Uh, always want to see more foot traffic. I want to see lots more workshops mm-hmm. and themes. You, know, you mentioned kids, you know, make and takes, things that really resonate with people over time. Uh, definitely yeah. want to see uh, lots more visibility and maybe some interfaith relations with some of the other cultures and get some of the more um, you know, local population, general population, people have a lot of questions about paganism, about Wicca, about Asikru, mm-hmm. uh, Druids. And we'd love to be that resource. We'd love to have you come down and join us for some of the free workshops. All the full workshops. Almost all of them are free. Right? Yeah. Uh, Which I which
2: I could not believe. To be quite honest with you, I was looking at the list of all of these amazing workshops, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's free! What? Mm -hmm. That's awesome!
0: That is incredible! It was really great." This is totally a concept and, and an event and. The implementation of it is something I can totally yes. get behind. It's you know, well done. One
2: thing I personally would like to see next year is more of a, I don't want to call it a drive, but more of a, uh, a putting out there of, hey, we are accepting donations because isn't this event run mostly on sponsors it and donations oh, and volunteers yeah. and with the raffle you need donations
1: you need cash it.
2: donations are always great too right
1: cash is king we love yeah. to to get donations because it is as you said volunteer run we pay for everything the workshops are free because the volunteers and who are uh, amazing people some are internationally known artists <laughs> authors uh, donate their time to us and so we'd love to see that but that's a great idea we'll, we'll ask for some more of those donations and we also give to um, shelters and other charitable organizations and collect for them and uh, we'd love to see their partnership next year as well i love it, I
2: love it. do we have any more questions for silent moon today miss runa
0: Well, yes, I would like to know what he wants everyone else to know.
1: We are inclusive, inspirational, and informative. Come down and join us uh, for Puget Sound Pagan Pride in 2018.
2: Yes, please do. And that information will be going on Facebook as soon as possible.
1: And on PugetSoundPaganPride.org
2: wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you Silent Moon. Thank you for being with us. Thank you Silent Moon. He was a pretty cool guy wasn't he? Yeah you know what it was definitely a pleasure meeting him and I'm so thankful that he took the time to meet with us and invite us to come and talk it over with the board and then they all invited us to come and do Pagan Pride. It was really nice. It was really nice. Definitely. I love it. And we're really looking forward to next year. Oh hell yeah! I am. I'm already looking forward to next year. Like I want it to come now. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and do the tarot card of the week. But before we do the tarot card of the week, I need to tell everybody. As I was shuffling the cards, the star card jumped out and it did. I witnessed and, it. Wanted to come out and play. And the star card is the card of the Aquarius. And we are in the Aquarius moon. So she really wants to come out and confirm to you that there's going to be messages of healing and things like that that need to come your way. So she's just coming out to confirm. And isn't she gorgeous? She's absolutely beautiful. I think we should put a picture of her, too. Just yeah, we've because. had the star card before. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so it, I think it's... Just confirming that she jumped out to play. Yeah, but anyway. That, that sh-
0: I'm first that that this weekend it will still be in Aquarius.
2: Yes. But then we head into Pisces. Pisces. For Halloween, for Samhain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll talk a bit about that in just a bit. But I know the star card came out to play. We already have had the star card. So I'm going to have Runa draw another card mm-hmm. so we can have even more tarot fun. Yay! <laughs> Here we go. Aww, the Two of Cups. That's very sweet, especially since Samhain is in Pisces, which is water. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so wow, they're really combining. The two are totally combining. All right, so I need to do a write-up on that. Okay, so anyway, so the Two of Cups is your Western... Your cups are your Western element. They are your... I'm sorry, your Western direction. They are your water element. And remember, your water is about cleansing, about healing, about divine feminine connection. It can also do with divination as well. And your Two of Cups really talks about, you know, you get the lover's card sometimes and you're like, oh, that's a soul connection. You know, no, that just means that you're connected with something you love. The Two of Cups really talks about that soul connection. It really talks about that partner in crime. It really talks about that attachment of soul to something or someone Mm -hmm. that you are involved with in your life at that time. So your two of cups coming up right now for this week is, oh, okay. All right. So because we are in Aquarius moon and that talks about socializing and stuff, I wouldn't be surprised if, especially because you're going to Halloween parties and things, I really would not be surprised if you go out and you find somebody that you are seriously connected to. Mm, And That's exciting. I I just got goosebumps. So Spirit is really confirming that. Okay, so go out, have fun. Don't go out looking for that soul connection to someone. Oh, never. never. No. Go out being free and honest and true in your own self. But don't be so quick to push away that someone that normally you would push away because you're not interested or think that there's something greener on the other side of the fence or something like that. This weekend is all about having fun. And being open. And being open. Mm-hmm. So just know that I, I think this weekend might really open some doors to some amazing romantic relationships. Or at least romantic interludes on a deep emotional soul level oh that's wonderful yeah so if any of you don't know anyone who could
0: not stand with some of that i know
2: right (laughs) so if any of you find your little lover mate this weekend feel free to post it on our website and tell us all about it and that's that's gonna be that for the tarot this week i think yeah what's going on with the witch's almanac my love
0: well we pagans like to pause at Samhain and give thanks for what we have. Mm-hmm. A ritual of gratitude, if you will. Yes. We also like to plan for the coming months. We like planning. Pagans like planning. hmm At least all the pagans I know. <laughs> I love planning. I'm a Virgo, though. But... <laughs> so this is a time to spend some time thinking about the year gone by. So from last October through this October... What things are you thankful for? Mm. What did you achieve? Did you meet the goals from last year? Were you happy? hmm And when I say happy, I don't mean like you're just giggling and laughing and elated all the time because emotions are temporary. Happiness is not a state of being. It is an emotion. Are you content? Are you satisfied with your life when I say are you happy? Yeah. Then think about any negatives from family issues to unachieved goals to unwanted emotions, that rage that you might feel with the current state of the world, whatever. The things that you maybe want to change about yourself. You have to take that pause and think about the other side of the coin, the negatives. Mm -hmm. And then ask yourself what lessons you have learned. Really think about it. And then move forward from it with an attitude of gratitude. Did the universe cause you to injure yourself? Mm -hmm. Are you supposed to be slowing down? Are you supposed to be practicing patience? Did the universe bring you someone new in your life that challenged you in some way, shape, or form? What lesson are you supposed to be learning from that during Samhain? This is our time for that internal introspection. Mm -hmm. Then next, focus on what you wish for the coming year, from specific goals and aspirations to more general ideas and wishes. Write them down and place the list in a special Samhain box. You can decorate that box with colors that remind you of this time of year, the traditional colors of orange and black with pine cones or fall colors or what have you. And then keep it somewhere sacred and safe, ready to reflect upon next year. A lot of people who celebrate New Year's on the more calendar year have the same kind of thing. They have a good things jar. Mm-hmm. And they read they put those little notes to themselves when good things happen, and they read those on New Year's a Eve. Gratitude jar, or yeah. A gratitude jar. A gratitude jar. This is the same kind of thing, but we're doing it on Halloween, on, on October 31st, on Samhain. And then... Take some time to do some divination or tarot or any other kind of guidance work, perhaps oracle cards if you're unsure of which direction to head. These may help you focus energies in a positive direction within the coming year. Personally, for me, this year is about rolling with transition and focused drive. Mm. So that's
2: the Witch's Almanac for this week. I love it. And as you were reading, I got a little message, so I just want to add that in there regarding the Two of Cups as well, and this goes with the moon that we're in right now too. If you feel the emotional need to end ties with something or someone, you need to do it now before the full moon comes, and you need to do it before Tuesday, which is selling. So what you need to do is make your heart happy because really inside we're both, we're two we're male. We're female. Mm-hmm. We connect. So make your heart happy. That's what this card is really saying right now. Whatever it is, just make your heart happy. And that's it. <laughs> sorry. No. I was getting this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's poking shoulder. me on
0: my shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you didn't finish. You, you didn't, didn't finish.
2: The listeners can't see you poking me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spirit was like, you didn't finish. You didn't finish my message. So Sorry. <laughs> So, now let's talk about the Wheel
0: of the Year. Well, once again, since we said this episode is Samhain fun, more mm-hmm. Samhain fun, the Wheel of the Year, Samhain marks the transition from the light half of the year to the dark.
1: Yes, The man. goddess
0: retires to rest and the horn god comes into play. Yeah, that horny god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't take her anywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Our focus shifts from physical to the spiritual side of life. The deities of energies, or actually, I need to go back. I, I'm, I'm getting my own divine download. So our focus shifts from physical to spiritual side of life. And you very much can see that in the practice of the hedge witch or the kitchen witch because during the light, the, the high goddess time, summertime, You're outside, and you're Mm -hmm. at the ocean, and you're in the garden, and you're running and playing. And now it's cold, and it's snowy, and it's rainy, and you want to be by the fire. And the noise in the background that you hear right now is, I have the fire going. Because I was cold. (laughs) Yes, because Marilyn was cold. At any rate, and, and it's really, really true. And it's an opportunity. I want people to look at it as an opportunity. I know a lot of people struggle with winter time mm-hmm. with mood and with depression and with just this general feeling of sadness seasonal affective disorder as as it were but you can look at it as an opportunity to do that introspection that soul, that work. soul work and that self work and so when things change outside, you've gone through some transitions inside and you can better appreciate the world and the life that you have Mm -hmm. during the warmer months. The deities or energies during the dark half or the winter time, as I, Runa, like to say, associated with Samhain are mainly those connected with death, the underworld, darkness, and rebirth. Mm -hmm. Again, just like in the tarot, the death card doesn't necessarily mean death. Nope. It talks about newness, a new opportunity, changes, rebirth. However, this does not mean that these gods and goddesses are evil or to be feared. In paganism, again, death is part of the natural cycle of life and leads to the birth of something new. Recycling. Death is new beginnings and the ending of patterns, relationships, and other things in your life that no longer serve you. And that's a good thing. I... I feel sometimes like we're preaching, and I'm not trying to do that. (laughs) I Really am not.
2: Like, there's a voice in my head going, slow down, Runa, slow down. Well, you know what? I think that it's really good to put the death card and the theory of death into a different perspective, into Mm -hmm. more of a positive perspective. Absolutely. And I also think that it makes you celebrate life a A little bit more. A whole lot more. Absolutely. When when people say you
0: can't celebrate the good unless you've lived through the bad, that's absolutely true. It is true. a fact, It lady. is absolutely true. And during Samhain and this time in the Wheel of the Year, the goddess is in her crone aspect. At Samhain, she is the serpent goddess, the queen of the underworld, and consequently representing the shedding of the old to allow in the new. Are yeah. you getting a pattern here, folks? <laughs> Some of the goddesses associated with Samhain include Samhain, which is an aspect of the Scottish winter hag. The, never say this right. Cailleach. I know, I want to say it the Gaelic way, and my, my tongue and my throat just won't do that. <laughs> but it's C-A-I-L-L-E-A-C-H for those who are trying to figure out how to say it themselves. And Hecate, and Lilith, and Morrigan, and Baba Yaga, and Carolyn and Cro-Durrg, which is another Scottish, Irish, Welsh goddess, Frida, Pomona, Psyche, and Hel. Not Hell, but Hel. Hel. yes. <laughs> yeah. You can honor those goddesses in general or work with one of the specific Samhain goddesses. Dedicate an altar, hold a ritual, or meditate. Samhain goddesses for, for life changes.
1: Mm-hmm. If you work
0: with them... They are working for life changes or achieving your goals or letting go of past patterns that, again, no longer serve you. Just say it after me. No longer serve you. You may also use the goddess oracle cards like I talked about during the Witch's Almanac to discover which goddess
2: wishes to work with you in the coming year. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I like that very much. I mean, especially when you do something like that, it kind of confirms where you are in that, in your life at that time. Mm-hmm. Because even during the year, we go from maiden to mother to crone. Yes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So Absolutely. Even in our 20s, we go from maiden mother to crone. In our 80s, we go from maiden mother to crone, you know? So we're all transitioning all the time. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love The that. only constant in life is change. You bet
0: your and, sweet ass. And it ebbs and ties and... What you are experiencing today, you will likely experience again down the road. Fuck yeah, you will. But
2: it's temporary. But the thing is, when you experience it again down the road, you've learned a little lesson from today if you pay attention and grasp on that lesson. So when you experience it again down the road, you're a little bit more prepared, Mm -hmm. you know? And you're like, oh no, I'm not going to fucking do it that way this time. Right. You're not going to get me again.
1: Right.
2: (laughs) You know? And hopefully we remember it because yeah. for a lot of us we get the same lessons over
0: and over and Basically, over again. Until spirit
2: literally knocks you upside your head and it's like, come
0: on! Right? Right?
2: I, I hear it. you, Frida! I hear you, Heidi!
1: <laughs>
2: oh, oh, and the dogs do too. <laughs>
0: touch it. Touch She's my... asking me to touch her moonstone before <laughs> we talk moon about stone. moon cycles. It feels very nice. It's, it's really very it's nice. It's so
2: smooth, and it just it wants is. to be
0: pet and loved, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very, very nice piece. I don't I think it. I've ever seen a moonstone that large, either. It's
2: fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I just love this thing. I got it at a um, vintage. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the blue flash in it. I was like, oh, I need it right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of moon, <laughs> what's going on in our moon yeah, cycles? Let's actually get back to the podcast. Okay, yeah. So the moon cycles, um, coincidentally, are going exactly hand-in-hand hand with what's going on in the Samhain time realm. Our right wheel now. of the year, yes. Yes, our wheel of the year. Thank you. So much, So. So, today we are in our second quarter, maiden phase, waxing gibbous moon, also called the humped back moon, or the baby bump moon, and the moon of endings. Hmm. Mm. See? Dun, dun, dun. Serious. um, Some of the magic that can be done is, remember, this moon is tying off loose ends. It's about movement forward. It's about, as was said prior, patience. And faith that magic that was done at the new moon is still growing and active, even though you may not be able to see it. Put your will into action and start building the foundation of your dreams. Be patient with yourself and others during this process, during this time of full moon preparation. Divination by astral projection, dream work, and automatic writing are wonderful at this time and also will be hugely beneficial for you when Samhain comes as well. This is just, this whole month has been magical, but now we are really winding down and that veil is really thinning and we're going to try and get you guys as ready for this as we possibly can because it's going to be a really, 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 really magical, awesome Samhain and emotionally deep, Mm-hmm. as well so anyway so, so get ready yeah get ready get ready people so right now at this time our moon sits in the sign of Aquarius the water bearer our star card our star card and Aquarius when you look at the car or when you look at the little icon for the sign Aquarius is actually an air element but they're pour- she's pouring he or she it could be either or mm-hmm. is pouring water onto the ground and that water is, represents pouring for, forth the waters of wisdom. Mm. So pouring forth the waters of wisdom to all of us people who hopefully get it. <laughs> What if we don't want it? <laughs> and learn from it. And learn from it. If you don't want it at this time, just tell Spirit, hey, I'm not ready for this right now. Show me some other lessons to prepare me for it. It's mm. really that simple, to be quite honest with you. I like that. So, I can handle that. Yeah, it totally is. In fact, I just had that question from one of my friends just last night, and I told her the exact same thing. So anyway, so Aquarius comes to us with aspects of intelligence, independence, rational thinking, humanitarianism, honesty, and a persuasive charm. This is the sign of unconventionalism. Wishes, hopes, dreams, and friends. Aquarians are seekers of knowledge and truth-tellers, full of ideas and opinions. A true pathfinder and maker, they are definitely one to be who they want to be when they want to be it, okay? So... They're not gonna be who you want them to be. An Aquarius, mm-hmm. if you're involved with one, is never going to be who you want them to be. This is As correct. a matter of fact, <laughs> if you try and make them something other than they are, they'll pretty much give you the middle finger and tell you to go F yourself and walk off. Because or they may apologize.
0: But they're not going to change. No, they're not going to change. So, so you have to just accept it and... Exactly. ...cope with it and... Well, and, Provided they're not being abusive... Yes, totally. ...just roll with it. Totally.
2: And maybe, you know, try and look at things from their perspective, not as a selfish way, but as, oh, damn, look at them. Cutting down the bushes and making their own path. That's pretty freaking cool, right? So do not be surprised if you find yourself moving to the beat that the Aquarian sets. Because they can be quite tantalizing when they want to be. Can't they, Runa? Yes.
0: (laughs) My Viking is an Aquarius. Yes, I know.
2: (laughs) Also added to the charm of Aquarius is the ruling planet of Uranus. (laughs) Ha 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 ha! She's 12. I swear to God, she's 12. (laughs) The ruling planet of Uranus. Mm -hmm. The planet of change, disruption, and invention. As we move closer to the lifting of the veil, it would be wise of us to realize that we also move closer to the shadow time of the year, the time of introspection. Use the energies of the Aquarius to be honest with others and yourself to end what is needed and to change what needs to be changed. Geez, kind of, you know, coincides with what you said just a bit ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. An Aquarius breezes in on the element of air, which provides the power of the mind and force of intellect, dreams and wishes, breathing new life into us, Air is also the element of communication, manifestation of movement, inspiration, and masculine energy. Air is represented by the swords in the tarot, and Aquarius is represented by the star card in particular, which who is what came we, out to play. Yeah, who she came just out said, to join "I'm us. here." She sure as shit did. This may be a time of heightened communication, especially with holiday parties and Samhain coming up. Do not be surprised if you find yourself just a bit frazzled. (laughs) Help calm yourself by perhaps creating a vision board of all of your wishes, dreams, and goals. Bring yourself back down to earth by volunteering at a local homeless shelter. If you feel the urge to break the ties, don't be wishy-washy about it, okay? Communicate your need with love and honesty, So to summarize all of that, let your mind be stimulated by the clear knowledge of the future you are receiving at this time. Your heart's desires are important. Flow with that energy regardless of what anyone else thinks. Use the energy of swords to cut through the bullshit and build the magic of positive change with communication of balance between intellect and power. Speak your truth with love, knowledge, and listen to your intuition. This moon is a wonderful time to get out and socialize. Cut off those last ties and take a day to treat yourself. Let the air lift you off your feet and allow you to fly. I chose some special stones this week for certain reasons. This week I chose lapis for the third eye connection and opening up to messages from source. Chrysacola for the throat chakra, as its very essence is devoted to expression, compassionate and honest communication, and a discharge of negative energies and bringing of calm. I chose black tourmaline for grounding and protection, and astropholite which is an energetically potent stone that infuses your entire system with light. If you don't have the stone, you should get it, honestly. Its strong metaphysical properties for transformation assist you to recognize your purpose for being here as it illuminates your true self. Not to mention, it is also a wonderful stone for automatic writing purposes. It's really great. Hmm. To end all of this, this week's question... How original are you? I'm pretty fucking original. Yeah. In my own mind, anyway. <laughs> List- as, just, as you should. <laughs> Everyone should be original in their own minds. Oh, yeah. List five ways in which you march to the beat of your own drummer. Salon Moon comes on Tuesday, and I've written an article about the Salin Moon which is in Pisces, a very, very, very psychic connection is going to be happening. During that moon. Yeah, during that moon. And I've placed this write-up on my website under the Country Dwellers tab, episode 20. I wanted to go deeper into it, which is why I'm not uh, doing it via the podcast, which is, you Mm -hmm. know, we have to limit the time. But um, I wanted to go deeper into this important moon and a little bit about ritual, etc., I want you to feel free to check it out on my website, theoldtreeshop.com, and that's shop with S-H-O-P-P-E, Old English style. And that is it for the moon cycles as of right now. What is going on with the cauldron cooking?
0: (laughs) Formerly known as our recipe of the week segment. I just want to let everybody know that generally traditional witchcraft encompasses such paths as that of the hedge witch or the kitchen witch and so consequently you will find both of those practitioners most at home in the kitchen the heart of the home and when celebrating a festival like Samhain a special meal is most likely going to be the center of the celebration yep A Samhain feast includes foods that are sacred to the festival and its deities, which we just discussed during the Wheel of the Year, along with seasonal autumn harvest foods. There is also what is known as the ancestor feast, which Mm. incorporates foods from a country or culture in your family history, a grandmother's family recipe perhaps, or food from the country where your ancestors came from. Food and drink, which are generally sacred to Samhain, include pumpkin, Apples, roots, vegetables, such as beetroots, turnips, and squash. Mm -hmm. Hazelnuts, juniper, corn, gingerbread, cider, hops, a.k.a. beer, and pork. That was the reason for last week's recipe. (laughs) And one of the traditional recipes from my own family's history is paprikash shirka, which is chicken paprikash. Because I'm at a place in my life where I can't eat regular potatoes... I'm changing up this recipe to reflect that, but you can use potatoes, and I'll note that in the recipe that we have the link on in Country Dwellers, which we are you should be seeing a new page very, very soon that's devoted just to cauldron cooking, and we're going to infuse our recipes there with a little bit more magical, ritual elements as we prepare like our it. food. I like it. but. As I said, in this recipe, you can use potatoes, but I'm using turnips, which is included food in the ancestor feast. There's also a good chance that back in the day, this was actually made with turnips instead of potatoes anyhow. But for today, modern kitchen witch, you'll need four tablespoons of rendered lard. You can substitute any good fatty vegetable oil like avocado oil, Mm. or you can use um, the grease from cooking your bacon. It's your choice. But good rendered lard is in every good kitchen witch's kitchen. I'm just saying. And it's best if you don't let people like the Corporate American Heart Association tell you otherwise that it's good or bad, because balance, babies. It's all about balance. (laughs) You'll need Hungarian paprika, which is easy to find. It really is. And it it's straight up Hungarian paprika. It's smoked paprika. It's sweet paprika. It's spicy paprika. You decide which works for you. You're going to need um, three yellow onions or one really giant one, which is what I went with. Peeled and chopped. You want about two cups of onions. And... You don't want them hugely big, but you don't want them too, too small either. You want a whole chicken with its skin and bones, very necessary to the flavor, and again, very good for you. Cut up. One cup of chicken stock, and it's easy to make your home own and very healthy, but you can use the boxed or canned stuff. That's fine, too. Tomato diced. Two red peppers, seeded and coarsely chopped. You could also use Hungarian peppers. or anaheim peppers. I prefer the Hungarian peppers. Salt, pepper, garlic cloves, sour cream, and flour. In my particular recipe, I used coconut flour. And this is traditionally served with Hungarian dumplings. But again, I modified it to serve it over cauliflower. Mm. But in the recipe, I got lazy and I just threw the cauliflower (laughs) in the pot.
2: (laughs) Because in cauldron cooking, sometimes that happens. In cauldron cooking, can't you just throw all kinds of things into the darn pot and then it comes out amazing? Yeah, And that's the thing is this whole whole focus on cauldron cooking, I'm really, really trying to keep it down to one pan. You know what? I actually need to share a recipe with you Mm -hmm. that came up on my Facebook feed yesterday. And it is cauldron cooking for um, chicken enchiladas. Mm. And it looks heavenly. Awesome. So I need to share that with you. Cool. Let's see. Okay, so witchy self-care. So we picked inspirational reading. Yes. This time. Because it's good to keep
0: some inspirational reading handy. A poster on the wall at work sometimes can make all the difference. But sometimes you might need to go deeper and carve out time for yourself. This is yeah. self-care as as it were. <laughs> and we're not talking about, you know, lounging all afternoon on the couch and reading, although that is What? Awesome.
2: I can't have my bonbons and book? <laughs> I don't know who
0: gets that kind of time. I'm envious of those people. But 15 minutes of reading something uplifting or motivating can help quell the rage that you may be experiencing over world politics or to the mundane aggravations like your kids walking on your clean floors with muddy shoes.
2: Oh, you mean your big kid, too? Ugh. <sighs>
0: Currently, I'm reading The War of Art by Steven Pressfield, and it's helping me stay really motivated and less distracted from my creative projects. What inspirational reading
2: do you like, Marilyn? You know what? To be quite honest with you, I do love inspirational reading. My divine downloads are usually pretty damned inspirational, but I love going to... Gosh, I can't even think of one off the top of my head. I'm always, I, I'm a subscriber to so many of them. I'm always getting pop-ups on my Facebook page with today's daily quote or something like that. And they even have, you remember those little bitty desk calendars? Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. they're inspirational desk calendars. Well, I have some of those too that I have this box of inspirational cards that mm-hmm. sometimes I randomly pick. And it's just inspirational messages to me. I'm, I'm a huge fan of inspirational stuff. In fact, I have my page always a positive side. And a lot of times I infuse my divine downloads with my pictures that I take and things like that. I fully believe that spiritual inspiration is our most amazing cheerleader in this Mm -hmm, life mm -hmm. and we all get inspired differently right sometimes it's by a book or sometimes it's by this amazing piece of art that we see when we're walking down the street Mm -hmm. that is painted on a power box and we're like oh my gosh that's fantastic somebody took the time to make that power box look amazing right you know and look at that art they're so talented so even something as something like that anything that inspires you is a plus plus. Be grateful for it for that day. Yeah, so take the time yeah. and, and find something
0: inspirational. Keep, you know, like Marilyn says, if it's just a calendar or a Facebook feed or something that motivates you in a positive way, that is taking
2: care of your psyche, and that's important. Yeah, because it's adding a little bit of happiness to that day. Absolutely. And that is something to definitely be grateful for. So try and do that every
0: day. I'm going to have you do the old one's wisdom today. Oh, I am?
2: Yes, I. Oh. you are. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. I am challenging our listeners this week to give us their favorite quotes of wisdom. Ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> I like it. Leave a comment on our website or on our Facebook page. Countrydwellers.com. Yes. Yes. And make sure you provide attribution to who said it. So please, if there is an author title, please add that author's name to it. Because we don't want to give out quotes without credit going to whomever it deserves, right? True. And it doesn't have to be anyone famous or pagan. It could be you for Pete's sakes. Do you have an inspirational quote that you want to share? Some old one's wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, share it. It can be something your grandfather or your aunt has said to you, but is something we all need to remember and would be beneficial to know as we walk this path. I love that. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah, because, you know, I can't just... Rely on my library or the internet to find this stuff. (laughs) I'm going to reach out and ask for help when I need it. Yeah. I really, I did, I struggled this week with finding the old one's wisdom. So I was like, you know what? There's people out there that probably are like, ooh,
2: ooh, ooh. I have one. I have one. Totally. Like my grandmother. Yes. Mm -hmm. And your Mm -hmm. grandmother. And put it on there. Share it with us. We want to read it. We want to say it on our podcast. We want to share it with the world. So why don't you share it with us first?
0: And amazingly, we have already come
2: to our spell of the week. I know. It seems like it goes by so fast, right? Yes, it does. It does. So I wrote this spell to get us ready for Samhain and the messages from our ancestors that are on the other side. I wrote it to prepare us for the time of hibernation and introspection that is coming to cleanse any negativity that is around us at this time and give us momentum to continue moving forward in our goals. And here we go. Air, come to me. Lift me off my feet. Open the doorways of my mind and prepare me for an ancestral celebration and spiritual greet. Fire. Come to me. Give me the strength needed for change and transformation. Shine light on my intended path and provide me with power of manifestation. Water. Come to me. Cleanse me and cool me down. Take me to the place of deep introspection and emotion. Envelop me in the space where love abounds. Earth. Come to me, bury me in your dark dirt. As I lay in silence, I rest in peace. Knowing your healing will allow me to rebirth again, absent of all previous pain and hurt. So it is.
0: Thank you for spending this time with us. Go in peace,
2: love, and light. The circle is open, but unbroken. Until we meet again, my darlings. Mary part, and blessed be.
0: You've been listening to the Country Dwellers Podcast. You can find us here each and every Saturday. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as on the web at countrydwellers.com. Thanks for listening. Blessed be.